Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of Cocktails and Curveballs. Another full panel for you today. We've got everybody here, Lee, Pat, Jim. Thank you guys for getting uh, getting up early and jumping on the pod. Uh, thank you to our military. Um, I mean, we that's how we start every show. Everybody knows, but like we have an immense respect for our men and women um, in the military. And, uh, of course, first responders, um, police officers, thank you guys for a very thankless job. Um, do anybody got anything to kick this off with? Kind of like to go over a little bit, maybe what, what, you know, Sean Strickland, who we have all said that, that, you know, he's, he's one of our boys here that, you know, on cocktails and curveballs and, and we've all talked about him and, and it's pretty much general consensus with us anyway, that, that we like Sean Strickland. I, he just came out this week and said something that I find really hard to believe about talking, you know, the Navy SEALs coming and, and couldn't train with him. Um, yeah, bullshit. I, I, man, I get it. These guys and they're, they're, they do train hard. And I know Sean Strickland trains hard, but there's such a difference, you know, between military training and UFC training. Sorry, Sean, but these guys are training to save lives, um, to take lives. You're training for 15 to 25 minute fight. Uh, I don't think I don't think I don't think Sean, if, if he got thrown into SEAL training, dude, you know what the attrition rate is for Navy SEALs? Do you know how few actually complete SEAL training? Yeah. And these guys are the baddest of the bad. I mean, Pat has some great stories about some Navy SEALs that, I mean, I get what he's saying. He does train hard. And maybe if you threw a SEAL into his training, it's different. It's not the same thing. But don't sit here and act like, you know what, they don't train as hard as me because I'm telling you right now, go sit your ass in SEAL training, Sean, and let's see how you let's see how you fare. Because I guarantee you, you ain't coming out of it. And, and that actually kind of irritates me because we're so pro-military here, guys. And the fact that he would actually say that, I don't know what he was trying to get out of that comment. I don't know what he was hoping to well, get from I, it. I, well, what I think, I, I think it just really shows how so many people, even people that we support, that we, that we, you know, um, we love to watch fight. Uh, people like this, I mean, he, he, a lot of the things he stands for, we, we agree with, but it just goes, it really opens my eyes to how some, some people um, are just, oblivious they're, they're clueless to to what they're even talking about um you know i like sean and and just like jim said i'm sure sean's daily regimen of training is absolutely bananas dude's in phenomenal shape uh for you know four or five rounds goes out there and doesn't stop punching for people that have ever boxed or done anything you know what kind of physical condition you got to be in to just go in and just for five straight rounds do nothing but just non-stop punch and that's what he does so he's in fabulous shape that being said jim's also right so there was a navy seal that kind of responded to uh strickland's rant about that and said listen nobody's disputing uh, maybe maybe none of us can hang with you in your training regiment but here's a difference sean we're if, if our training doesn't go well then then we're watching our brothers and sisters die if your training doesn't go well, you twist an ankle. Maybe you don't compete in the next event. Huge difference, man. Um, I mean, I mean, it just 
you know, and, and if and if his intent was to talk about how you know because Navy SEALs are widely you know um, judged as you know the baddest people to walk the planet, or definitely you know one of those groups, maybe he was trying to put himself in that light that they couldn't hang with me. Well, I, I would like argue, to think I would, so, right? Like you would like to think yeah. that's the point he's trying to make. Even though, I, I, well, I would hope so. I would hope yeah. so. I, I was actually really good friends with the Navy SEAL uh, when I was in the Navy. I went down to Virginia Beach. actually had the misfortune of watching him go to action on, on four big dudes. And uh, it, it was it was over unbelievably quick. Um, I remember you telling me that story. That's why I brought that up. Yeah. Because these coolest, guys are... I, yeah. Maybe that's what Sean's doing is comparing badasses to badasses. You know, like... Uh, that's what I... That's, that's what it's got to be. That's what it's got to be. Because... Listen, Sean, you're an entertainer and you're a badass. There's no doubt in my mind that you could walk into a bar and, and damn near clean it out. I'm sure of that. But all that being said, man, um, you know, you, you compete. It's a sport. What these guys do is this is defending our country, man. This is these are this is life, life or death, man. So I, I just, I don't think I really, I don't want to, I don't want to believe that he was actually putting himself on that level. I think he was just trying to make an argument that we're just as bad as you, which, you know, whatever. But I just, I think it was, uh, is a real bad look for him to put himself in the same breath as a Navy SEAL. So, That's uh, really quick, but, really quick. Uh, I'm drinking. I was gonna say, uh, what are you, what are you putting, what are you putting um, Fireball into today? Well, not Fireball. I got a special <laughs> treat for all our listeners and the panel here. So I've got a uh, a little bit of Modelo Chalada Mango Chili, and I just happen to have a fifth of Hornitos Lime Shot. Oh, God. And uh, just in case people want to, you know, make sure that look, it's sitting right here. I just poured it into a shot glass which happens to be right here and i'm going to dump this in my beer and now breakfast has been served so what cheers. the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> he's got listen he he, he has he has walked away from those meetings he's supposed to go to a long listen, time man, ago i so. mean that that is a long list ty i mean do you want just like the top 10 or do you want that that's a long list i'm just saying yeah i think no that was like rhetorical it's it's exactly. really quick though. It's it's exceptional if anybody's wondering. It's that, that lime just really it's like boom. Let's so how how it. much time before before it, it hits your nap time after a few of those? Well, as soon as this um, <laughs> session's over, I may stretch out. I, I I may or may not. We'll just have to see how that goes. I don't blame you. Hey, but if we're gonna talk about that, so this actually I, I went back to one of my favorite beers, um, and this is if you can see it, it's a uh, prickly pear. Pale Ale, um, oh, Lucy nice. Clark out of out of Helena. Um, it's actually one of my favorite go-tos. Super good. I have to actually have to drive to Helena today. Um, don't know if I'm gonna have time for a brewery, um, but yeah, super good. Um, I actually thought you were gonna put fucking Fireball into something else today because that's kind of been your go-to recently. Taking a little Fireball shot bottle and pouring it into something. So Hornitos yes, changing sir. it up. I can appreciate. Yeah, you're kind of yeah, you're kind of taking us. You're kind of taking us on a trip around the world with your beer, your drink selections. That actually it's sounds kind of good. Like, are we going to Germany this episode? We going to Mexico this episode? I, I, yeah, I I think so. I I I think now we're we're maybe 
sitting on the beach at Cabo and uh, Ooh, yeah, full full blown south yeah. of the border. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I got to be honest with you, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed in myself. I haven't tried this earlier because it's pretty fucking good. So, speaking Mexican, of south, a Mexican car bomb is that what you call it? <laughs> well, it's I, I mean I think that's a cartel car. I think bomb? that's I think a that's cartel car bomb. Of, I okay that copyright that I, I, right there, Tyler. <laughs> It's like towing the line of of, of of a possible Mexican slur, but that's what that's what I would call it. Sure. Hmm. So, okay, uh, I think you need to copyright that cartel car bomb. That could be a new drink. Yeah, so give that across the country. Try, try and order yes, that sir. at the bar. I'm going to Anybody. actually. Now that I've tasted this, I am absolutely going to order this next time. Yeah, but you bar. have to call it a cartel car bomb and see if they know oh what the gosh. fuck you're talking about, and then you can explain it to them. But it doesn't oh, have and, to be the mango chili beer, or is that? But like... here's here's the scary thing, though. If 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 they're like, oh, okay, if they walk away from me after I order a cartel car bomb, I'm gonna be sitting there wondering what the fuck did I just order? <laughs> and they come and back to some with some fentanyl, some horse semen. And depending, and depending right. where you're at in the country when you do that, I'd be looking for somebody to pull up in a friggin' car and take you off. Yeah, I think that's that's true. Accurate. All right, but let's try it in our neck of the woods first and see how it goes. Yeah, probably okay, a better idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, no and, shit. Yeah. Unless and, unless and, we all travel to Mexico and do a podcast from Mexico. I'm down with that, boys. If oh, you don't have passports. Yeah. yeah. Tyler's like Boy, are, Mexico. Are we all able to do that? Fuck no. You, I got too much fun <laughs> going on. I'm fuck barely get here. Yeah. Speaking of Yeah, but I think anybody I think you're, I think you're good. Night? Any, oh, oh yeah. shit! I watched. The, I watched. Did you the see the, Did you see the brawl in the stands? Uh, I missed. That. I saw a video I didn't of see it. it. I saw a video of it, and this dude knocked two different guys out with a left hand ditch. These are just random people. This is they're you know like this brawl oh, just shit. breaks out in the stand. Speaking of cartel car bomb, and this dude with two lefts, pow! One guy goes down. Some other guy fucking spins around. Boom, another left, both of them down. And you should see the people behind him going fucking crazy like this dude just won the belt. Oh my god. Everybody's like, yeah. Crazy. Makes you wonder what started that that throwdown. Yeah. Somebody talking to you. I get my I get my information in minute long clips, so I don't know. I didn't dig into that. I normally do too. Good to see Brian Ortega back. City. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, glad to see him back. He looked good last night. Good. I just watched some of the. I watched some of the prelims and prelims. I wasn't overly impressed with, so I just kind of tuned out and and left it at that. But it was, I was the major card. Was it was a pretty decent fight night card. Yeah, not bad. It was okay. Uh, who was the one? The French guy, um, Ziam, or I? I thought he lost that fight bigger than shit against Poyas. He got taken down, taken down, taken down, taken down, driven down, and he still won. And even after the fight, he was like shaking his head, like he couldn't believe that he hmm. got the decision. Was that yeah, in that Mexico was in the prelims? City? That was yeah. in Mexico City, yeah. Yeah. Super high elevation in Mexico City, right? Seven thousand plus. That, that what, so that what be is good. it? What is it? Um, like the, in Denver, it's close to that, isn't it? It's all close Denver's to Tampa. mile high. No, so Denver's five thousand. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Winter Park. I'm Winter Park is like ninety nine. 
It's it's yeah. higher here than it is in Denver. In okay, that's what. Oh yeah, that's what. So because like the USA wrestling, well, like the Olympics, those people like train right there, right? They're Olympic. How, how high is it here. right there? About almost seven thousand. Yeah. So when wow. I was working in Winter Park, when I was working in Winter Park several years, where's ago, Winter Park at? It's I don't it's, know things. Just, yeah, yeah. You what just, state from, is it in? From, it's in Colorado. Oh, okay. That's oh, yeah, so, sorry. So, Okay, so how I'm old sorry. were you I, when this happened? I, I was in the What's apprenticeship your dog's program. Name? I was I was in the apprenticeship program, and uh, so so from Denver, you just head up into the mountains. It's ninety nine. It's like ninety nine seventy eight. It's like you know, and we were actually uh, we we're actually running uh, underground cable for a uh, for a driving range golf course up there, and uh, when they finally got it finished, we went up there, and I'm not. Anybody who knows me, I'm not a golfer. And I think I've hit the driving range like probably less than 20 times. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, a ball striker, none of that. But me, a guy that just is not a golfer, would get on the driving range and you hit that ball and just get it in the air. I could drive it almost 300 yards, 400. I mean, just the, the you get the ball. And then guys, guys I was with, yeah, see, their ball disappeared. <laughs> I mean, you're driving the yeah. ball. You know, 10,000 or 10, you know, 9,900 so feet above sea level. Good Lord. You can drive a golf ball, man. So That's why do you think, why do you think the Rockies aren't just like, we're going to get anybody that lifts the ball, period. That's it. That's our whole model. We're going to have nine guys that try and lift it because every home game, at least, you know, well, you still got to, right. Well, you still got to pitch the ball and see, and they did a, they yeah. did a, um, they did a, a, a survey, a, a, they did some research and the ball at Coors Field, I think Jim knows this, the ball at Coors Field flies 7% further than any other ballpark in the country. Now that doesn't sound like a lot, but balls that you're routinely catching at the warning track are in the second row. Yep. Mm -hmm. And actually I mean, Coors Field, balls, Coors Field is an awesome caught, stadium. It, it's a beautiful stadium. How many balls are caught every game? I bet you three, four balls every game are caught at the warning track. Yeah. So now those those balls are home runs. Those are uncatchable. So it is a big difference, man. I mean, it's, you know, it's well, hard see, to get a pitcher Rockies, that can. That's exactly what Patrick said, and, and that's that you got to pitch the ball. I mean, you get you get decent pitchers here, and, and their ERA goes up a full point. Oh, man. Or two. Yeah, it, yeah, it, because a bloop a bloop is now hitting the fucking wall, you know. A bloop well, and you, hitting and, the wall, you're like, whoa, and, shit. And curves, if you're if you're a, if you're a big time curve, if you you throw a mean curveball, it doesn't break in in Coors Field. Daryl Kyle, rest in peace. He uh, his ERA was routinely up around five. St. Louis trades for him, and that guy was our ace the day he walked in the door. That curveball, he finally had bite back. He guys were he was making guys look dumb. With his curveball, that curveball could not. It looked like a, it looked like a changeup. I mean, it did nothing in Coors Field. I mean, it's that's real, man. So, I've been to Coors Field. It's been a few years back, but Coors Field. It's a beautiful is awesome. ballpark. It's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful ballpark, ballpark, man. It really is. And I haven't yeah. been to as many major league parks as you guys, but I'm telling you, that was one of the ones I was like, holy shit! I think I saw the Rockies play the Phillies that day. So, does anybody yeah, I, know? And I've been to and like anybody listening to us. Anybody listening to us, fact to. check us, fact check us. But you know how every ballpark, like New York Yankees, they designed a really short right front porch for left-handed lineup, right? You got Boston Red Sox, where 
it would be a home run at most stadiums, but you got the green monster, so it's a line drive to the monster. What I'm wondering is, and I've thought this for several years, why can't Colorado make it 440 to Power Alley? They why could, can't they make it, it 450 but, to dead center? Why? I think you try to use it to your advantage, though, right? Like, do you, I mean, unless you're going to have an elite pitching staff, wouldn't you just try to, like, hit more home runs than the other team? Right. And what I puts mean, more asses in the seats? Runs and home, home runs. runs right. And I mean, come on, right. man. I, I mean, just... the, the casual fan, if balls are flying out over the fence left and right, it makes it a lot more exciting for a casual fan. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go check out a game. Oh, my God, that was so exciting. But at this but point in time, they're, that franchise can't win games, man. You can't yeah, tell I me know. some and of that because of the – I actually, I went to a game one time in Seattle and I believe they were playing the Padres and there was so many runs scored. It was such a high scoring game, dude. The game took so fucking long. And I, at that time I was there for like a work thing. So I still had, it was like a weekday game. Like I still had to drive back home after like hours back home. After the game, Jesus. and I, so I was like, cool. you know, this game starts it early. It's an after, it's a nooner or whatever, dude. They Three, had bro. the game had to have taken five fucking hours. Oh like, just a game was, where they shut the beer gardens down way too early. That, they course, if you had to drive home, home shut it down. You were being responsible, in, but um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like that's the other thing is games take long enough, right? They're they're trying to shorten the games and shorten the games, um. When teams score a lot of runs, those games take for fucking ever. Fact. So yeah, did I fact. see that right? That the next year, not not this coming season, I think it's next year, maybe it's the one after that, maybe it was 2026. They plan to have that robot um robo um behind home plate. They're trying that in the minors, aren't they? Triple A? Right. Yeah. Yeah, they they've been trying yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. So man. They I'm said it's on full that. go, I, they're gonna do it. Yeah, I, I yeah, that. it's it's a green light. They got they get they oh. it, it got approved. Yeah. Wow. I hey, there's so many people that are purists. Um, and now granted it's the older generation, I'm sure, but that's gonna be a tough pill to swallow. Well, but I've then got, again, I've we bitch we mixed. bitch about the officiating. So yeah. I, I've got real mixed feelings about that. I mean I do I too. Know, I do too. I, I don't know why it it why it's come to this. I mean, there was a time where we just trusted umpires, right? Well, before the I K mean, zone, before the K yeah. zone, right? Like that I mean, was listen, what's fu- that's what's fucked these guys so hard. You, you know what? I just want them to be fucking better, man. I mean, <laughs> right. and that's not, but they're that's, not. That's not. That's not even asking a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm not asking. Like, listen, I, I'm not asking for them to get every call, or I'm not even, you know, ninety percent of the calls. What does it for me? And I, I feel like I speak for millions and millions of, of uh, baseball enthusiasts. What does it for me is is a ball right down the fucking pipe, and the ump just stands there. Ball four. What? Like like the most egregious calls, like the check swing that wasn't even a didn't even come close to breaking the the plane. Didn't even come close. And Angel Hernandez rings him up. That's the type of shit I'm talking about. It's well, like, see, you it's, you dropped uh, you dropped night. I'm not expecting even ninety percent. Oh, I am. These these umps, they're getting paid enough damn money. If you if you make it to the major leagues, you should be better than ninety percent on your calls, well, man. You know, but you're right, looking at you just to play there. devil's advocate. I don't disagree with what you guys are saying. 
but I bet they're fucking trying. <laughs> Just because <laughs> you know what I'm. I, I don't West. think they're trying. I don't think to be Joe, shitty. Yeah. Right. I don't think Joe West is trying. I don't think Angel like, Hernandez is trying. I think. But I think if you if you're trying to get the best, however many fucking umpires are, are how many pro umpires are there? Sixteen oh, games, like fifteen games. If everybody played that night and you got five umps. But then you get, yeah, yeah, you have to whatever that be number is, sixty, probably sixty, whatever that 70. number is. Yeah, well, um, they have a large pool that they'll bring up from AAA. I'm but just, like if they I'm just run, saying yeah. though, like those are the best guys at that in the world. I'm not saying that there aren't people in the world that could do better, but they don't. Like we, like the whole just officiating anything. It's, like you could go to any fucking city in the goddamn world, and they need from the time they're little kids to the time that they get to go hopefully play in college or whatever like there's such a shortage of officiating That's no fair. shit because there's and yeah, but like we're sitting here going yeah they fucking suck that guy well, motherfuckers are walking out, out of the stadium and getting their ass fucking you could go to a little league game and be like that guy was fucking bad oh well why don't you do it because i because he got paid ten dollars to do it yeah, I'd rather I'm not the whole stadium right. going. That guy fucking but, sucks but for ten bucks. Listen though, the the balls and strikes, the balls and strikes over the last couple of years have gotten almost almost comically bad. I mean, they've gotten it's just laughable. horrible, man. But but and, Tyler's and, dead. Tyler's right though. I mean, think about before we had the K zone. Every player has the fucking K zone now, where they just used to show it if the pitch was close. Then they would bring the K zone up there and show you where exactly where it was. Right now, it's just permanent up there on the on the screen. Yeah, you that see K it zone. every single. And then pitch. now, right, and now they've got that three D model thing where they show you the whole okay, kid <laughs> yeah. barely got a stitch on the fucking corner or something. Right, that should have right. been yeah. a strike. All right, dude, I, you're doing this in real time. And but I can I can live with borderline calls. It, it's not that. It's it's. I mean, and I I think I mean there's just countless the egregious there are the egregious. Oh, just just and i think we're are, all on the same page like we've yeah, we balls all are see six pitches inches that off you're the like plate. holy yeah. shit that yeah, was six, bad six inches off the plate and, yeah. and rings them up it's like come on man and and it's you know, funny that you bring that up dude i just saw a highlight of um it said that the guys that were the two worst last year at calling pitches that were more than two and a half inches out of the strike zone they were both world series umpires one of them one of them was behind the dish game seven and you should have seen their, it's not a highlight reel. It's like a low light reel. And it's like a minute long dude of these guys missing pitches that are a foot off the plate. And you're like, Holy, Holy shit. Like how did that happen? Well, how did he get that gig? Like how is he? They were in the world. How do those guys go to the world series? I don't know, man. I don't know. But, and you know, and, and so Jim, I agree with you, man. I'm torn because I like the human element and I'm okay with umpires making mistakes, but that shows you how egregious it has gotten that, that even, even baseball purists, people that believe in the, in, in the, in the game, the, the purity of the game, even those people are saying, fuck this. We need robot umps, man. I mean, the yeah. calls are just, it's like, okay, well, I don't want robot umps. But I also don't want my guy getting called out on on a pitch that's three foot outside the strike zone. Bases are loaded. They're down by one run. I mean, there's 
example after example after example of umpires ending the game on a horrible fucking call, man. Sure. They should not be deciding the game. So are we excited yeah. for spring training? Do you do you guys get excited for like pitchers and catchers report? There's already game now. Games are already right. getting played. Right. I get um, excited for the what prospects. Do you guys like it? I, I do. I, I like I like that. And, and I've never actually been to a spring training game, but every, but everybody I talked to said that, man, you want a, a good time. Spring training games are, are just a ton of fun. Um, I, I like it for the prospects. You know, people that love to say, oh, do you see what he's doing in spring training? Pump your brakes, man. He's he's yeah. hitting against guys that will never be in the major leagues once the season starts. So uh, hopefully you're not one of these guys that buys into what a guy's doing. If anything, if he's if he's hitting well or pitching well, then he's setting himself up to do well in the season. But to actually buy into some of the stats that you know, the season's Yankees just scored. so long, right? Like the season's so long, it, it doesn't. Right. You could be hot Injuries. in spring training and be hot the first month, two months, three months. But it's Listen, such I'm, a long I'm, season. I'm, like you're gonna slump. Sure, I'm the guy that because um, I know that it's almost pointless. You know. Mm-hmm grapefruit league spring training games i listen i get it but i am a fan of it i mean it's on my bucket list to get to port st Lucie to watch some games for the mets and you know what maybe you get a pete alonzo come out for one game have two at bats and but maybe he crushes one off some guy that shouldn't even be in double a you know 800 feet it's it's kind of cool i think the reason i like it is because i know baseball's coming and That's it's right. the start of it. Yeah. And you get the prospects, the the new guys, man. And right, you get to right. start to see who should I be paying attention to going forward. That's and why granted, like it's it. not yep. the, the test barrier is not super high in spring training, but it does. If you're a baseball fan, man, it gives you that purest attitude. Like, oh, my God, here we go. Baseball's coming. It's on. Yeah. And that's where we're what at right think, now. So Jim, I'm excited are you, spring, for are you spring training guy? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And and for all the reasons that have just been been spoken about, you know, I mean, the prospects, I love seeing the, the guys and especially, obviously, you know, with with my team, I like to see the young guys where they're at, you know, how far along they come, because also pay attention to the draft. And I know sure. the high draft picks and and stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's and I think for me, it's it's mostly because, oh, shit. Baseball season's coming, you know? Yeah. Warm weather, warmer weather's coming. So the warmer weather thing, that's my knock on watching spring training games, is that the states that we all live in, like this time of year, it's still shitty outside. <laughs> it is. Oh, I'm yeah, on, it is and shitty. I'm watching these guys, it's 70 fucking degrees. They're out there playing, I know. getting to play baseball, and you're like... Arizona, Florida. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah, you yep. cocksuckers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's really the proud. only knock. That's the that's my that's my big bitch. Is it? But we also, Tyler, we also choose to live where we live. So I mean, you can't you can't really throw that at it. Like my my son right now lives in Scottsdale and he's golfing all the time. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah. There's just snow on the ground, bro. We all have to we all have to live with the choices that we make. (laughs) That's true. That's that's true. But like Pat chose to drop hornitos. In a beer, I mean, he has to live oh, with that. Oh, it's it's. I'm really trying not to chug it, man, because it's that good. I ain't even. Yeah, uh, you know the thing about the, the thing about this year's spring training, though, is that there wasn't a lot of movement in free agency. It seems like a lot of these right. clubs, mm-hmm. a lot of these clubs, uh, besides the Dodgers, kept their wallets closed. 
Do you see what Bellinger just went for? Who agrees with that? Who thinks who thinks Bellinger's worth three years, 80 million? Are you shitting me? Dude, that's nothing. No. Tell your kids to play baseball. Tell your kids to play baseball. Like they're those guys. You guys know James Paxton. He's big lefty for Seattle. Um, Canadian yep. dude. He's he he was really good. Got like he's been hurt for like the last fucking four seasons. By he the way, was, he now he's a Dodger. Cool. Yeah, one year, eleven million. Yeah. Just Jesus you're like dude, this guy's throw. This guy's pitched like a fucking handful of major league well, games games in the last in four like, years, dude. In like three yeah. or four years, it's been yeah, since yeah. he was like somebody that just, was on the mound and, every fifth day. I don't, I don't understand. I, I really, you know, and we talked about this. I'm not going to beat this in the ground. I just want to make a comment. I don't understand why baseball allowed the Dodgers, allowed Otani to waive 98% of his contract because all that does is enable them to sign, you know, sign even more guys. Um, I feel like in that situation, Major League Baseball should have said, oh, no. No, 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 no. That's we ain't going down like that. This is this is counting against your salary cap. You want to sign this guy for that much? That's cool, but you're not waiving his salary till the end of his contract. I mean, I don't know why they. I just don't agree with it. I think it's horrible. The league, the league wants a World Series title in LA, and well, there's a lot of clearly, money that goes. There's a clearly, lot of man. money that comes behind that, dude. Yeah. What's yeah. the Japanese Dodgers start pitcher? winning? Who's that dude that they signed? Yamamoto? Yamamoto. 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 Yeah. I, yeah. I can't remember if I talked about this last week, but I saw um, him throwing live batting practice, and He's you're watching insane. it right over the catcher like you're the umpire. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> it's, he threw he threw two fastballs and two, curve, I think, curveballs, and you were like, whoa. Like, I was watching my phone, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> did that, I thought I was going to hit yeah. me. Yeah, like said, and get Otani healthy and let and let him pitch again too. I mean, once yeah. once well, he yeah, opts to pitch again, he just won't be this year. Yeah, he's just gonna go and swing no. the stick. You know, the sad thing is, is Dodgers can pull three guys off their bench. They could probably that any other team would put in their lineup. Can I mean, Oscar they just they just let, is they, just they gonna just, let, just be chilling on like yeah hanging out. He's not gonna play that much. Well, Justin Turner. Justin Turner, they just let Justin Turner go. They could have traded him. They they just that we don't need your services. Yeah. He just went to Boston. Watch him hit 282, 31 bombs next year. No, he's I mean, not Boston. He he's he's walking. I thought right. he went to Boston. He did. But now he's he yeah. I think he only Yeah, I don't know. He's not in Boston anymore. They let I don't go. think oh. he's with anybody. I don't think he's with anybody right now. I think so. I, I mean it, 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 the Dodgers are just fucking stacked, man. And uh this offseason has been weird with like movement. Like I feel like there weren't, yeah. there wasn't that much like splash to this. Well, right. Jordan but Montgomery, even even Scott Boris came out and ate mega agent and said yeah. the he's agent. moving. Yeah, the agent is saying. I saw something that said he's moving. the biggest loser of um, Major League Baseball, like the offseason. Because normally contract, every, yeah, I, every dude, I, oh. I would like to see how much he's worth. I bet she's close to a billion. He's got to be close to a billion. He's got every big contract is a Scott Boris contract. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, so Jordan Montgomery, who's a fabulous pitcher still out there. Um, Who's that, uh, uh, that Cy Young winner from last year? Uh, Snell still out there. Blake Snell Snell still out there. I mean, I I don't normally. JD Martinez is still floating around out there. Should he go? He's kind of. 
if 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 you're not getting that many bites, right? Like, because at this point, obviously nobody's met the contract that you want. Correct. Why would you if you're JD Martinez, go to Coors Field? Like, how do you talk about a fucking match made in heaven? He's well, such a professional I, hitter. He's yeah, just, yeah. Such a Dude, great he spanks the ball. He's it, like, uh, become, it, yeah. it, but so but don't you think part of him also wants wants to be with he's not okay, so if he does that. He's going to be Mike Trout in Anaheim. He's not going to sniff the playoffs. No. No, you don't go. But you go there to hit a bunch of home runs. You sign a one-year deal. Well, and if don't, J.D. Don't Martinez you think, hits 35 but, or 40 bombs. Don't you don't you think J.D. Martinez is cut from the stone that I want I want postseason baseball? I mean, I think he kind of is. I don't know. I think he is, too. And you know what? I think most players are. I just think – I think most players are. I, I, I really do. I think it's a competitive nature. You've done this so long, so many. I think it's just in your nature that – and if you're not, then who are you? Why are you in Major right. League Baseball if you're not right. there to be in the postseason to win a yep. World Series? Who the fuck Absolutely. are you? Absolutely. That's why I feel but so bad for Mike Trout. But there but. are guys that are just chasing dollars. Sure. You see well, it in the oh, NFL. You see in the NFL yeah. every offseason, you see guys go sign with shitty teams – and With make crazy money. Huge. Yeah. yeah huge and you're like, that's why that team yeah. sucks. Is because you're a B level yeah. player getting played. Did that just reset the market? Right. Getting paid eight money. Yeah. I got one. No, okay. I, I got I got something for you guys. You guys know who Eric Bienemy is, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Did you see that he just signed to be UCLA's assistant? Oh, head yeah. Coach? I did see that. Yep. Assistant. He's not head even coach. not even the fucking head coach. No, so he's the offensive what, coordinator. What happened? What happened on the trajectory of where Eric Bieniemy was supposed to be? A head coach two yeah. years ago, right? Like he was, right. he was, the, he was the hot next new thing of being. Like, so when I when somebody's I saw gonna that sign tie, this guy to be a head coach. So when I saw that tie, I don't know if you guys thought the same thing. What I thought, because I thought the same thing. Like, man, like you're not even taking a college program. You're like. You're, you're the man standing next to the man standing next to like, you know, so my, my way of thinking was, I wonder, and nobody's ever going to report this. This is going to, this is completely under the radar, but I wonder behind the scenes, if they said, okay, when, when coach is done, it's your team. Do you think something like that? Maybe at UCLA, are you talking about at UCLA? Yeah. yeah I think yeah. even, I think even that, I think Eric Bieniemy, even if he would have went there, to UCLA to be the head coach, right, is still fucking like. Oh, it's still a step a back, right? That's dude. Uh, he, he was like, the he was, he was the hot the name for the guy. NFL. Yeah, that's gonna be maybe, like. But maybe he's he, he feels jaded for. I mean, he's been stepped over a lot. Maybe it's maybe it's double middle fingers to the NFL. Like, fuck yeah, you that's, guys. That's you gonna I'm step thinking. over like, me? You know I mean, it could be. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. Something. I think he got lost in the in the horse shit that that is the Washington commanders. <laughs> I think he just oh, yeah. went there after leaving Casey, you know, thinking maybe Ron Rivera in his last year or whatever, and he'd get that team. He, I think he just got lost. He's not with Andy Reed, you know, right. which was Correct. a big, was a big part of Patrick Mahomes. Oh, sure. Part Definitely. of why he was such a, such a huge name and, and a prospect to be a head coach in the NFL Man, I don't know. That's it's real interesting to me that he doesn't get a head coaching job. 
Then he goes to the commanders to be their OC. To jet, it's right. a lateral move. It's a worse move. It's not even right, a right. city to yeah. to take the same position. Uh, he had to have he had a to way have. worse team. Like I what oh, yeah, but he had to have believed head, if he wasn't gonna take a Jimmy head coaching said. job leaving Kansas City, why would you not stay there? I know he had to I, have, I like know. Jimmy what Jimmy said, he had yeah. to have believed that the writing was on the wall, he was next to yeah, get probably. the head coaching but, job. Why didn't, why he, didn't, he didn't need to go somewhere where he was gonna be next, right? Like somebody was supposed to have hired him. To be yes, their sir. head coach, somebody, and, and, a team out, and, 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 I, and I'm actually kind of shocked that he didn't get a head coaching gig. I mean, like I felt that oh, he, I am too. He, out of all the coordinators that get hired every year for a head coaching job, like who who didn't think he was at the top of that list? I'm just well, so curious to know, yeah. like, dude, is he like a really bad interviewer? Like, maybe uh, he's I, not I mean, as as good but, as what but he how was bad? hyped up to be. But how bad can Don't how know. bad of an interview? I mean, you got to be a, an atrocious interviewer. Where, why else where, would Why else would Eric Bieniemy be two years removed from being the OC in Kansas I, City to now being the assistant head coach at a now Big Ten bottom fucking of the barrel scraping team? Yeah, like, I UCLA think, I is going to have this, a rough fucking year next year in the Big Ten. Yes, they are. Yeah, what, yeah like they are. I, I, it just it yeah. seems to me to be like so. Like, what the fuck happened in a two-year span that led from where he was to where he is now? Well, think, I about, feel it. Like, I think about it, though. He's in Kansas City. He's got Patrick Mahomes. He's got that offense. Yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. Andy Reid. Maybe he's just not – maybe he's just not as good without having that – without being with that team as we sure. think he is. Yeah. I mean, or look at McDaniel's NFL, NFL teams went like, maybe you're not that good. <laughs> like he was, he was in the, he was in the process. Like he's in his interview, right? And they're like, okay, well, how are you going to run this? And he's like, mm, yeah, or just, I'll, I'll figure it I'll out. Know. I'll figure yeah, it out. Right. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, look at McDaniel's same way, man. I mean, when he was, when he had Brady, he was an offensive coordinator. He was a, he was a God running that offense. And he has struggled ever since he's left New England. So, you know, maybe, That's maybe, fine. you know, maybe it's a product of, 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 of just having the fortune to be in that situation. But then once you leave, you get exposed that you're really not as good as what everybody thought you were. That's super rare, though. Like, I, I think that that's super, super rare. Yeah. Well, to I be can at the think pinnacle, dude, like that's that would have. The time that he was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, I don't oh. even need to look up the numbers. Like I, right. I mean, I bet historical. they were incredible what their offense historical. did. Yeah. Yeah, historical, yeah. So historical. everybody it's thought, everybody thought out of that, the enemy would be a head coach. Yes, in a big team somewhere. It was I, shocking. I it did. was shocking that he went to the Commanders. Period. God, right. and now to go from that to where he's just signed. Is yeah. even more like what in the fuck is this guy doing? Well, well, and and, and you should me, call him up and hit him on the DM and ask him. Be like, and, listen, and, and, I don't think me, he gives up. I just don't know that he even gives a fuck. He's like, listen, he's making know, some mad money even at UCLA. Yeah. Come on, well, yeah, I mean, he is, but 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 you're talking now. Now you're messing with his. You know, he's messing with his legacy because 
I, I feel like the enemy is still kind of a big name, kind of a household name in the NFL. But now that he's made that move, is he? I don't think Obviously he is. He's going mean, to be buried, yeah. dude. Nobody's going to see right. what he's doing down That's there. That's what I'm saying. Nope. That's what I'm saying. Nope. If he were the head coach and he could make challenge and get into the playoffs and actually win some games, then he might get talked about again. But being yeah. the assistant head That's coach. That's what I mean. Like, he didn't even take it's, the it's a no. head coach job. No, hey, it's he's not even the head coach. Something I wanted to bring up. I wanted to ask you guys if anybody else seen it. I was I was blown away. I, me and my girlfriend were talking about it. Um, did anybody else see the line to watch um, Iowa play Indiana girls basketball? That's never happened before, man. They showed the oh, line dead. on social media. The line, dude. Yeah. The line had to be a mile long, and I'm not. That's not exaggeration. Like there's people commenting about that. How they they has any other? Are you okay, saying like the line to get best. in the game? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were. T- I thought you were talking about like gambling. You, That's what the I game thought, line. Too. Like for no, betting. no, no, no. Like oh. like like there was there was people standing in line. Like I, I I mean I'm just like I I don't think that we've ever seen. Hey, we talk about Caitlin Clark a lot on here. She's amazing. Probably going to go down as the best, you know, women's, you know, college women's basketball player. And and maybe when she gets a WNBA, but I mean, um, I, I just was blown away seeing how many people were in line waiting to get in. I mean, she's setting attendance records. I don't know if we've ever seen anything like this. Men or women's, man. Also, was it's, it at Iowa? Uh, I, was it? I, I can't I remember. I, I, don't, I don't remember. I remember seeing and, the uh, same as you on social media, the line. And I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. In the Midwest right same. now, though, if you're in Iowa, fuck else you gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. That's, Nothing. Not, that's, not, a, that's not a shot. That's not a shot, Whoa. man. Caitlin Clark, hey. but also a women's basketball game. Like, let's not fucking beat around the bush. I think I, I'm pro them doing whatever the fuck they want to do. That's not usually numbers. Like the the no, just I mean, historically, sure like just facts or facts, facts. Call me whatever you want to fucking call me about that, but. Like the facts are the facts, and to, for Caitlin, it's Caitlin Clark. People are like, "Yep, they want to be a it. part I'll of drive it." Drive from Des Moines. It might be in Des Moines. I don't even know if is Des Moines in <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Did you? Yes, it is. Did you just throw that out? We're, we're, right, we're, yeah. we're really smart. We're wicked smart when it comes to geography. So Des Moines. <laughs> I will say, shout out to the lady that was the first umpire in a major league spring training game oh, in like yeah, almost twenty years. Oh seven. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Take whatever fuck that I say about things, and uh, shout out to her. Here, the the thing, curveballs. You know, we are praising the women. The yeah. thing about those. Uh, the thing about that game is Indiana actually upset. Yeah, they did. Uh, they they, did. Oh, did they not? Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, I think, had three or four points in the second half total. Yeah, is UConn still good at women's basketball? UConn, you, yeah, UConn's, UConn's like, oh no, it's you. I'm thinking UConn men's is number one in the country, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. UConn's like eleven or something. But, but UConn girls, yeah, but they've got that Paige Beckers. Yeah, yeah she's she really got her good. right. Yeah, yeah. If not, if not for Caitlin Clark, that's who we'd be talking about a lot. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, Fair. we know about women's college basketball on cocktails and curveballs. Hell up. yes, we do. We, That's right. Fuck yeah, we, we roll that right. long. We text back we, and forth during every game. Well, we know that uh, the, the ladies from the WNBA, 
We know that the ladies in the WNBA make more than eleven dollars an hour. We just want to. We do know that. Well, we had we to fact check you yeah. on that one, Pat. We had yeah. to fact check yeah, you I was, on that one. I, that was a that was a tongue in cheek comment. I was being um, probably unnecessarily sarcastic, and I do apologize for that. So, not you. That doesn't happen. No. I mean, once in a yeah, while. Just... I mean, actually, every time sounds more realistic. Yeah. No, it's Sell true. Sell more tickets, but... you make more money. Trust me. Now, see, what we need to do is we need to figure out a way to do a live Cocktails and Curveballs event where we have that kind of line waiting to get in just to watch us do what we do. Yeah. I mean, well, that needs cool. to be a goal. That needs to be a goal, right? To, to Yeah, to, to watch me dump a shot of Hornitos in my beer. <laughs> yeah, damn right. I couldn't and imagine whatever what, that, the, what that arena or whatever the fucking group of oh. people that would have to line up to watch that. Oh my god. <laughs> They'd be top notch. Uh, I would people. say that there's probably a lot of uh police activity around that building that night. Very possible, but that's hey, okay. There's, that's okay. That's a lofty goalie, and I appreciate that. But how about <laughs> let's work on a hundred subscribers or something? <laughs> yeah, let's do oh, that. Yeah. How yeah, about all right? Start about, start let's, you know, let's even set it a little let's not go crazy. Bonnie, <laughs> maybe this oh, will yeah. get 40 views. Who hey, this, hey, fingers crossed. We'll find s- out. Uh, over under 50. Oh, you know what I just heard? Is that the Pac-12 Wrestling Championship is uh, that tournament or whatever. I don't know however you say it. Is here in Corvallis this year. Oh, oh no nice. shit. Awesome. Yeah. That will be cool as hell. You're going, right? Fuck yeah, I'm going. Oh, man, that would be sweet. <laughs> I just, that my, real, my oh, realtor, her son wrestles for this, for Oregon State. He was a four-time state champion in 5a here in oregon and she was like she was like oh we get we get extra tickets all the time like (laughs) hit a brother up sell my house for me you have my number tickets you have my number exactly (laughs) yeah next next weekend i got to uh uh it um middle school state wrestling championship is in lewistown montana so i gotta take the boys there they're gonna be wrestling in that uh, that on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I, I always, I always feel like I'm more nervous than they are, man. Like even, oh, even just this past week, I'm just like, you know, I'm going over, going over stuff with them, you know, doing, uh, having them do their sit out, turn in, working on the cross face doubles, uh, you know, just, just you all the, all the. You know what's crazy is that the shit that we learned when you know way back in the day, yeah. wrestling. They don't teach anymore, so you teach these kids some of our right. old school shit, and they go out there, they use it, and that other kid doesn't have any idea what the fuck's going. Yeah, on. yeah, like the crossface. I mean, they, they, I don't, I don't know. They're even teaching the crossface, and I, and I've told my boys several times, I'm like, when you throw a crossface, man, don't be nice. Mm-hmm. Like, like throw that crossface from back here, man. I mean, I, a wrestling I, you know, pure, a wrestling purist just calls that just hard wrestling. That's right, man. Be physical. I mean, Make I've given I've given kids that's that, exactly. I've given kids swing from here, man, and and you're hitting them with your bicep. But man, when you swing from from Argentina and come across their nose, man, I tell you what, that kid's gonna be he's gonna be on his back before he gets his senses, man. It's yeah, I I tell my kids all the time. There's nothing in the rule book that says you got to be nice, man. Man, I'll tell you, live, live wrestling for the Zaddocks and the Campbells. Oh. Jesus, so much. Uh, my, yeah, Colton went to the Zadig Brothers wrestling camp this summer. He was. Yeah, they, he, he, I would bring him home, 
and he'd fall asleep. The fucking oh, kid done. Was the fuck out, man. <laughs> Zadix don't fuck around. That's some hardcore shit right there. No, they expect no, they... you. You hit a cross face. They expect you to make the guy's nose bleed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's they the only way to throw a cross face. Grabbing yeah. fingers. Grabbing they sound fingers. nice. Oh, oh they sound yeah. pleasant. Yeah. They sound yeah. like great people. I'd like have a fucking family dinner with them. I think, I tell, I think I tell, the rules going back to the 80s versus the rules nowadays are probably taught a little bit differently, like I, I, what I, you can get so away with. I tell my boys, this is how I tell them to run an arm bar. You throw that arm bar in, you run your hips toward their head. One of two things is absolutely going to happen. He's going to go on his back, you're going to break his fucking arm. One of two things are going to happen. Run your your legs are stronger than his torso. So you know what? You flip your legs out, run your hips toward his head. You're going to break his arm or he's going to his back. And if he Ricky Bobbies you and says, break it, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> the, the, you know what? Your legs are going to know any different. He's going to go to his back. 99.9% .9 of the time, he's going to be on his back and it's going to be a quick pain, man. Yeah. Nice. I, I remember wrestling guys, guys that were, were, you know, wrestling in the, in the 148 class and they were six foot three. And shit, oh. and he bent every way that you. It was like he couldn't get them to their back. Their arms would touch the other side of their body, and they're still not. Jeez. Oh, I hated it. Hated it. Like wrestling a goddamn mattress. Hated. It. So, so, so. Okay, the other perspective of that, Jim, is the guys I hated wrestling were the guy. I was taller than them. They were like I, I call them like farm kids. They grow up throwing hay bales, and they were so strong. I'd get them on their back. And they just stayed, you know, I couldn't keep them down because they were so strong. Third period, man, comes along. I'm I'm ahead of them 12 to 2. And they're not even breathing hard. And I'm just like, I mean, I'm just worn out from, from I mean, this guy just is so strong. And I can't keep him on his back. And it was, I hated wrestling But luckily guys like you were still up 10. Uh, but, well, but they couldn't wrestle. They were just super strong. I couldn't pin them. Full disclosure, just, was, though, Pat. You, you were talking about when you were wrestling, which we were going back to high school, yeah, is what you yeah. were talking about. Dude, you didn't hit your, like, get tall growth spurt until out of high school. So when yeah. you're talking about when you're talking about these kids a lot smaller than you, I'm picturing munchkins from the Wizard of Oz. Like, I'm like, who are you wrestling? No, 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 no. I was, I'm I was still waiting on my growth spurt. I'm still hoping I hit mine. Yeah. Oh, it's coming! It's coming! You, you porters, it's all—it all happens late, but it's—it's gonna—it's gonna hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I—I I graduated <laughs> probably five, five, six, one hundred and forty, one hundred and thirty-five pounds, and inside of a year, I was six foot and probably one eighty-five, probably less yep. than a year. Navy, right Navy now, served I'm, you well. Right now, I'm six Stretched two, probably two and a quarter. So. You're a late bloomer. You're okay. maybe a little heavier than that, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> We're hey, not discussing hey, that. Hey, <laughs> I mean, hey, right, go on. Good lord, let's keep come the gloves on. Up. Pretty Jesus, big what the hell? Russ gonna take away a point next time. What the? <laughs> oh, that's how quiet I got oh. when we started talking about height and weight. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. My BMI. My BMI not good. <laughs> let me tell you something about this bastard, though. Let me tell you something about this guy, my brother. This guy would walk into a gym, sniff away, and come out shredded. Like he, I mean, it just what happened, man. I'm like, I'm like, he go out for basketball. So go out for basketball and lead, lead the team in scoring, and then he quit. Go out for, I mean, it, it, anything he did. Get, baseball, you mean get kicked off listen, the team? Like Jesus Jim appreciated Christ. his alcoholic beverages more than the sports at times. 
Well, at times. Yeah. At times. I did the same thing. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, I got to actually no, get running. Away. I just want to get on some curtain calls. Yeah, man. Yeah, you guys. Got I got one go. really quick. I got one really quick because, um, and and we've talked about him before, Victor Wembanyama. Um, this oh, yeah. kid, this kid just hit the five by five. You know, over five and assist points, rebounds, assist, steals, blocks. It's like fifteenth player to do it. I'm actually getting more into the NBA now. I'm kind of excited to see what the hell this kid looks like down the road. And with the Spurs, it, it takes me back to the Admiral. It takes me back to Tim Duncan. Like, they they get that big guy that just completely transforms the team. This guy could be it, man. And I think I'm excited He's to really watch good. him play. But yeah, being the really 15th good. player to do the 5-5, five five, I mean, I am I was impressed as hell with that. So my my curtain call goes to Victor Wembanyama with the, the San Antonio Spurs. Cheers, buddy. That was impressive. Cheers, Cheers. Look forward to seeing what he does going forward. You know, I don't have a curtain call. It's God, it's just kind of lame this time of year, you know. It's just watching hockey and stuff. And yeah, I could go with Nate McKinnon. He, you know, he's on fire and and which by the way, I get to go see him play Tuesday. But nice. The humble uh, brag. <laughs> okay, humble brag. <laughs> oh, by the way. The uh, you know, so my curtain call goes to you three. Um, in a time where, you know, you listen to any of any of our episodes and and we're big football, baseball heavy. You know, yeah, we talk about hockey and and the then the NBA, WNBA. We talk about certain people, um, but this time of year when it's just not, God, they're just not yeah, kind of stale. But we're still making it happen. So uh, yeah. my curtain call goes out to the boys at, at Cocktails and Curveballs for making it happen week after week, no matter what. I'll cheers that. I'll cheers that all day long. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to, you know, since Lee broke into the NBA with his curtain call, I'm going to uh, give a curtain call to my Oklahoma City uh, Thunder, man. Clippers came in the no. other night. Clippers came in the other night. Uh, you know, uh, Clippers and Thunder were right there, uh, two of the top records in the West. And uh, Thunder took them out behind the woodshed, man, beat them by 26. So, Wow. Get nice. your ass back to LA, man. And Clippers are a great team, but uh tell you what, man, Thunder. <laughs> you guys better get your Thunder jerseys. They're coming. So cheers yeah, my to my LeBron James Thunder jersey. Um <laughs> mine goes out if to that Pete happens. Oof. Uh mine goes to Pete Weber. He just retired. Bowler. Uh, Bowler, yes, sir. Bowler. 41 years on the PBA wow. tour. God, what was he, 70? uh, Had to be 70. And if you're not saying to somebody, like, a few times a year about, like, uh, what what did he say? You think you you are, I am. Whatever you think you are, I am. Yeah. That's so fucking iconic. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I like like watching the PBA. Um, Yeah. Yeah, those guys. I like bowling. And and so he said, "Hate me or love me, you watch. That's all you could do." That's what he yeah, said when he retired. He's just uh, like, that's, that's a baller cool. statement. So that's a baller cool. statement. So Pete Weber cool. was Pete Weber is the baller, dude. He is. Yeah, he's he is so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, and 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 he he even so he, he might have been one of the first ones, him and Mark Roth to um kind of start talking shit. On, on you know it, bowling by nature is kind of like a respectful sport not for pete weber man 
No. And Pete Weber was all about the stare down, all about the pointing. I mean, yeah. it, it is nobody liked and bowling against Pete up. Weber because because if you if you lose, he's gonna fucking let you know. Next. Yeah, he, he was a yeah. shit talker, no doubt about it. Yeah. Still yeah. is. Oh yeah. Yeah, still is. That's a pretty wild yeah. quote to say at your retirement uh press conference. Yes, sir. All right. I think that's how we would all go out. Just like Pete I Weber, so. I hope I go out with my hey, bowling and suits it, on. Just I wanted to let you guys know I'm I'm wearing my fuck around and find out shirt in honor of you three today. So <laughs> fuck around All and right. find out. Yeah. Nice. Don't hate it. Madless plug All there. All right, guys. Cheers. Yes, sir. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.